Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. No, he was murdered. I told him. There's a homeless man over here. You guys come up with these outfits. I like them. They want to dance with the devil. And you're you want to dance. Willing to, to, to go to your song. Let me play a song. Thank you for tuning into the show. You know, the only reason that I have that intro and that it's so long is so that I can check the stream health and make sure everything's operating properly because I want to deliver a good product to you. I want to produce a good product of my own production and just deliver it right to your front door, right into your living room. Right into your living room. All right. Look, I want to also say something. I don't really give a shit about views on this podcast. This isn't something I'm trying to blow up. Not that it would anyways. I don't know how many people really that don't know me would want to sit here and listen to a madman ramble about just uh, nonsense, I guess. And bitch about stuff, because that's pretty much what today's episode is going to be. But, that being said, I still want you to share this with your stepmom. Because she probably um, likes Broadway. And uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll pick up some, some extra subscribers. So today's episode is going to be all about... The cost of tickets at events is way too high. You need to cut it. I'm embarrassed that I just did that. That was a shout out to um, a rapper that's, that uh, has a song about cutting the price of cocaine and cutting probably the cocaine with um, other cheaper drugs so that he can have a higher profit margin. For those of you that don't know what that was. All right. Let's get right into it. First and foremost. Oh, yeah. Also, what with the new uh, new background today on the TV there? That's Golden Cricket. That's my big, my big friend, my big retarded friends, a protein bar company. Golden Cricket. Go check them out. It's going to be a big company one day. And, uh, and then I'm going to make him pay me for these promos and this sponsorship. But for now, he's my friend. And I will just give him a little shout out. Golden Cricket. Check it out. All right. Let's get right into it here. Number one, fuck StubHub. StubHub can suck my white cock. Right? And here's why. So last night, I took my lady friend to Broadway and Austin at the Bass Concert Hall. And we'll get into my thoughts about that as well, which is not really as negative as what you would think they're going to be. Um, but uh, we... we I bought the tickets for her 30th birthday, do something special, and I bought the original tickets through StubHub, and two tickets on the first balcony were a total of $225, which is not the, I'm not, I'm not breaking the bank here, but that's too fucking expensive for a Pretty Woman musical in Austin, Texas on the UT campus. 
This isn't on fucking Broadway. Maybe I don't know what this normally costs, but I think that's too fucking much. All right? Number one. Number two. These cocksuckers at StubHub sent me the wrong fucking tickets! I clicked 8 p.m. They sent me 2 p.m. I checked five or six times that I got the right tickets. I checked over and over. And I had to check over and over because it gives you a fucking 10-minute time frame to buy the tickets because I guess people leave them in their cart and then they don't, you know, buy them immediately and they're holding them technically or whatever. Like, look, don't give me a fucking time frame. Don't rush me. This is supposed to be a pleasurable process. I want, I want, I want my tickets to be the product of a pleasurable process. Anyways, they give me this 10-minute thing. It times out because I forgot my fucking credit card information, so I don't have it fucking memorized, assholes. So I had to retype it in. I rechecked the tickets again, twice. It was 8 p.m. It was 8 p.m. They sent me 2 p.m. So StubHub sends me to Ticketmaster, who then sent me to the actual Broadway and Austin website, who then made me transfer tickets from some lady named Sarah. And I got 2 p.m. I don't know who in that chain of command of fuckery fucked up, but it was fucked up because I didn't get the right fucking tickets. I got fucked up tickets. They were for 2 p.m. I ordered them for 8 p.m. Now, that means that I got tickets that were the wrong time. So then naturally, StubHub, who orchestrated this transaction, facilitated the the pleasurable product of tickets, (laughs) Should be the one that refunds me. No. Am I fucking crazy? The lady, Sarah, whose tickets I got transferred, it's not her fault. She just put them on there. Unless, I guess she could have put the date in or the time in wrong. But they should, but, but StubHub should be, you know, validating that, clarifying that, figuring that out. They should have that under wraps. And they didn't. So I call StubHub, naturally. And I say, hey, how you doing? My name's Gary. I bought some tickets. I bought these tickets for... 8 p.m. You guys sent me tickets for 2 p.m. I got sent to three different websites. Can you just please give me a refund? I bought the other tickets already. I bought the other tickets. I bought the 8 p.m. tickets after I got the fucked up tickets. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm talking to this lady. She's from like fucking Jamaica or something. And she's like, yeah, we'll better bum 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 cloud. I don't know what the fuck she was saying. She was pissing me off. She didn't want to give me a refund, though. That's what I know. <laughs> so I said, hey, lady. Are you going to give me the refund? I bought the tickets for 8 p.m. And she keeps over and over telling me, you bought tickets for 2 p.m. I'm calling you and telling you I didn't buy the tickets for 2 p.m. Rastafari, you fucking bitch. (laughs) Anyways, look, here's the deal. This lady just kept, like, over and over and over, kept saying, I bought the tickets for 2 p.m. And and she wasn't really super Jamaican. She just had, like, a slight accent. I'm, I'm obviously hamming it up for the pod. But she was really fucking annoying. And she was doing it on purpose. I could tell she was being a little smart-ass bitch. And so I just hung up the phone. I said, whatever, fuck it. I called Chase, obviously, disputed the claim with StubHub. So this begins... What is, I'm assuming, going to be, unless it, unless Chase handles business, this will begin 
the first step in a series of legal battles, Gary Faust versus StubHub. Normally, it's Gary Faust versus the state of, insert state in which I've committed heinous crime. But today, and for the foreseeable future, it will be Gary Faust versus the state of StubHub. Anyways, fuck them. That's number one. We can cross that off the list here. And I hope everybody that's tuning in is enjoying this. Because it really fucking... Actually, I got over it really easily, really, really quickly. All right, so look, here's the thing. This is what I want to talk about. The cost of tickets for events has gone way the fuck up. So we did a Gary Faust roast, roast of Gary Faust, fuck Gary Faust, Gary Bobby episode live at FSG uh, last Wednesday or the Wednesday before that. It was on my birthday, the 11th, January 11th. And again, I want to thank everybody for coming out to that. But we sold tickets for $10 pre-sale and $15 at the door. We sold, I think, 61 tickets. Uh, I think a couple people snuck in. I comped some people. We probably had 85, 90 people there. And uh, 61 of them bought tickets because they were cheap. I did that on purpose. I was thinking 5 or $10. I would never charge more than $10. I didn't know they were charging $15 at the door. I did not know that. If I would have known that, I would I would have maybe probably just sold them for $10 at the door. Just because the people that were showing up were, are more than likely people that I'm friends with and it's a birthday thing. The only reason I even sold tickets was to make up the, the cost of the venue. I just wanted to put on a good party that everybody could enjoy. Myself included, it was a great time. My point here is that I charge $10 for fucking tickets when you're seeing... Joe Rogan's opener, Hans Kim. You're seeing Leonardo Joni, the funniest woman in Austin, probably. I would actually... I would probably put money on that. I would, I would bet on her. And you're seeing Uncle Laser and me and Bobby. Now, not that me and Bobby are super fucking great stand-ups or whatever. Not, not, not stand-ups. Uh, performers in terms of a comedy podcast. But Laser's a, a new... Um, the newest addition to the Kill Tony show, and those tickets are not cheap either. But... My point is that we're seeing fucking a Broadway play. It's Pretty Woman. These tickets were like fucking, they ended up being like 90 bucks, something like that, 100 bucks after the text. That's not really that bad, but then you go in there, and here's a, a list of things that pissed me off, and then I'll give you my 1 to 10 rating of this actual, this actual thing, all right? You go in, you get, you, you can't, Obviously, fucking bring anything in, right? I understand that. So we go in there. I bought a fucking soda and a cup of wine, a plastic cup of wine. They don't even give it to you in a fancy way. It's fucking cheap as fuck. It was $40. Bullshit. Number one. Number two. Well, actually, number one is the parking. The parking was fucked, all right? We go into the parking garage. We got to park on the fifth floor of this parking garage because... All the other spaces down the down Sandjack or whatever street that is are all UT campus permit spaces. There's an event. Change the spaces. You're a big campus. You have a logistics team. Change the spaces. So parking was fucked. And then when we when we go to leave, I'll get to that part later. I'll get to that part later. So anyways, we go in there. It's expensive as fuck to buy these drinks and whatnot. They don't have any snacks in there. And... When you go to the vending machine that's in the adjacent building to get a snack, they don't let you bring that snack into the, into the fucking thing. They say you can't have that snack in here. 
Look, lady, you're lucky my credit card was declined at the vending machine because I would have shoved those fucking beef nuggets up my ass to sneak them in because I was starving. I didn't plan properly for the evening. <laughs> I had to pay 15 bucks for parking. I had to pay 40 bucks for a fucking two drinks, right? Then the tickets are $190 or whatever the fuck I said. They're like, they're like 200 bucks. So you're looking at, that's $250 off bat, right? And, and I'm sober, so I'm not even buying alcohol. Then it would have been even more expensive. And if I would have had one drink, I would have probably had like eight. Because I like to fucking drink when I drink. I'm just saying, this whole fucking process was just way too expensive. It takes some of the enjoyment out of it. That's all I'm saying. All right? Um, and what made me realize this full circle was I'm driving home, and I see a billboard for Adam Sandler at the Moody Center. I believe it's at the Moody Center. And the nosebleeds tickets, I mean, we're talking nosebleeds. Way, 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 way up there. They're like $120 for the cheapest tickets in the house? Fuck! Adam! Help me out, man! Actually, I don't think it's really got much to do with Adam Sandler. I think the cost of the tickets, the, the final cost that comes to the public actually has to do with the venue. So I'm not going to talk shit on them. You know what I mean? This, the tickets for the front row, though, they're not the front row, but the but in front of the stage, I should say, are $400. $400 for tickets to Adam Sandler. He's a funny fucking guy. I love all of his movies. Just give me a fucking break. I just want to go to see Adam Sandler on Valentine's Day with one of my guy friends in a totally non-homoerotic way. Okay, back to back to this this Broadway thing. So speaking of homoerotic way, right? The Broadway guys, I think they're all gay. I'm pretty sure. Because while I'm sitting there watching this, and there's like the dancing and all that shit, which I don't really like. I'd rather just go to a regular play. I didn't know that's what Broadway was. But it wasn't for me. I was being a nice guy. I, I actually, well, I'll tell you at the end how I felt about it. So they're dancing, right? These guys are dancing around with other dudes. And they're all like kind of gay and flamboyant. I, there's no way that they're all gay. There's no way. I know there's a guy in Broadway like me or my friends who's like, oh, my God, dude, I'm going to learn how to fucking dance in Broadway so I can fuck all those girls. Because the main chick had a nice ass. And I wasn't even the one that brought it up. The person I was with brought it up. She said, that girl's got a nice ass. I said, that girl's got a great ass. Fuck. But that's my point. These girls are pretty hot. They all got to dance around. They got to be in shape. They got to at least have a nice body. Having a nice body brings any girl with a, if you're, if you have a dog face, it brings any girl automatically up to like a five or six. It's, it's having a nice body. Also, no matter what, if you're a guy or a girl, makes me immediately, makes most people, I think, respect you more because it means that you can put in the, you have the discipline, you can put in the work and the effort to, to maintain that. So automatically anyone, and I, maybe that sounds misogynistic or whatever, because I got yelled at last night for being misogynistic. But, but I think that regardless if you're a man or a woman, having, being in shape is always like a respectable thing. Unless you're super fucking rich and you live like a king, then you can be fat. Or a queen. Like Lizzo. Lizzo is a great role model for young women. Great role model. Nothing wrong with being obesely, disgustingly, like, my, I want to cut my eyes out of my skull fat. Nothing wrong with that. Anyways, so I'm watching these guys dance around. I'm pretty sure they're gay, except maybe like one or two of them. 
And I kept thinking to myself, I could never do this. I could never fucking do that. Unless maybe I had a plan with a buddy of mine where we were trying to get laid or something like that. I don't know. But I could never do that just for the fun of it. I, I, I could do a lot of things for fun. I could be in a play. I'd be in a, I could be in a play. I'd be like, I'd like, I wouldn't mind being an actor. That's fun. But I could never see myself like, uh, like, da- like I could never be in Broadway and like hold Bobby and dance around with Bobby. That's just, I'm not comfortable with that because I'm probably closeted homo. <laughs> I just didn't do it. That was one of the thoughts I had. All right, enough about my fucking re- repressed gay feelings. Next. Jesus fucking Christ. Next, the, uh, they won't let you leave the building. So what, at the intermission, there's a 20-minute intermission, thank God, which they should do in movies, by the way, long movies. They should bring that back like they did in the Titanic in the 90s that my mom told me about. So in like the middle of the movie, they do like a 15-minute break or whatever. They should bring that back. People have to fucking urinate, all right? They didn't let you leave the building, though. So we, we, we walk out of the fucking main theater part, and we're in the hallway and the, where the concessions are, and... The fucking, uh, the people are like, no, you can't leave, uh, because we were going to go piss in the parking garage, which I now realize that I'm, like, high-class white trash, but whatever. The line was fucking insane. There were, like, 40 women in line. She's like, I don't want to wait in line. (laughs) So we go downstairs. We go to a different part. She takes her piss. I'm peeing. I go to the vending machine. The fucking, uh, the vending machine situation, vending machine's not working. I'm just trying to get some fucking beef jerky nuggets. Okay, give me a fucking break. Then the lady says, you can't bring him in here anyways. And I'm like, lady, you know, and then my lady friend, she's like, well, honestly, he probably wouldn't have, he probably would have hit him in his pockets anyways. Because she's right. Because I would have. Because I'll bring fucking, I'll bring fucking beef jerky that's already overpriced anyways into the fucking theater. Because I spent 250 fucking dollars. Stop ruining my experience. Okay, vending machine snacks also pissed me off. That's correct. Uh, parking, we'll get to that later. The this is obvious. We go into this place. We're we're watching uh we're watching um Pretty Woman, you know. Which, by the way, I'll also let you know. I realized halfway into this into this Broadway play, the pr- movie Pretty Woman is just as much about this like trashy hooker who fucked up her life, you know, kind of like getting lucky, you know, and kind of being like, yeah, this isn't really a healthy lifestyle. It's just as much that as it is about this guy, this rich asshole, which, by the way, you take the money out of that situation, you can just use any old asshole in this movie. It's not going to work out the same way because women obviously fucking love money and having nice shit and stuff like that. But it's his journey. He's basically an asshole, and he realizes, like, you know, he's, he's over years and years of doing these business deals, he's become sort of a shell of a man of who he really is. He's got, you know, some emotions in there. And I realized that uh, it's um, pretty nice that this guy went from being an asshole and, like, destroys people's businesses and, and uh, he buys them and then sells off the rest for scraps and everybody loses their job. By the end, he's reading fucking Shakespeare's Spear Sonnets. Um, I never really paid attention to the movie, so I don't know if that's actually how it goes. Maybe it is. I'm assuming it is because it's like a little fake fairy tale thing because that's not real. The fairy tale thing isn't real, ladies and gentlemen, if men believe in that shit too. Uh, you can get close to it, though. Perfection doesn't exist. You can get close to it, though. You can have your little fucking fairy tale. You, 
You can get close, but you have to remember that um, it's a movie. It's not real. Um, but I'm sure rich men fall in love with hookers all the time. Been there. You know what I'm saying? That's going to get me in trouble at some point today. Uh, anyways, the whole theater was full of a bunch of old ladies, which should have been obvious. I didn't even think about it before I got there, but it was a bunch of old ladies and like women in their 40s who probably are divorced or happily married. Actually, a lot of the older ladies were happily married and their husbands went with them. And I chuckled actually during the, the play, but uh, the, the people that were in their 40s, like the women that were in their like late 30s, early 40s, they were all just with their girlfriends. I don't know if it's like a generational thing, I was like the only guy my age there. I showed up and I'm like, hey, I'm just here because I'm going to get some sloppy fucking toppy afterward. I'm going to make this woman happy. She makes me happy too sometimes. And I'm going to, and I actually wanted to go to a Broadway play. I hadn't been to one since I was a kid when I watched like Cats with my mom, which by the way is fucking crazy that people dress up like cats and dance around on stage. That's really insane that people want to do that. Uh, but it's, it's entertaining for some people, so I support it. Um, but yeah, it was a bunch of... It's fucking thing. It was a bunch of um, older women, and a lot of women there, was probably, the ratio was probably, you know, 80-20. Uh, and it just made me laugh that there, and there were girls that dressed up like the hooker in the movie. That's crazy. Uh, it's embarrassing. But whatever makes you happy, right? Um, yeah, it was just, it was a, it was an interesting vibe. I kept getting these, these like old cougars, like I fucking me out of the corner of my eye. And also the girl I was with, the woman I was with was pretty close to the hottest woman. She was the hottest woman there always. And, um, I just get like all these, these cougars were just, you know, jealous. I don't know. I like being the center of attention, so I didn't mind it. Um, okay. Also a random thought I had in the middle of this, in the middle of this Broadway play. So I'm thinking about like what the process of this is. They got to move the stuff off stage. They're switching in and out of their outfits. There's a person working the spotlight. There's a fucking orchestra there, which look, I'm not going to get too excited because then you guys are going to think I'm gay, but that's pretty fucking cool. They had an orchestra there, like a live orchestra. I, that actually was pretty badass. I love live music, obviously. Um, I actually wanted to be a musician when I was younger, but I have no musical talent. So I just, <laughs> I just hang out with my friends that play music so I can live out their, my dreams vicariously through them. Um, the or, live orchestra is badass. I didn't even realize it. And then the, the lead. So lady I was with said that she thought that the lead woman was an understudy, which means that it's this person that studies the main actor, that actress in this situation that uh, usually does the. Like, like the main role when they are on the road, you know? I don't know why she thought that, but that, that's her take. She's familiar with Broadway. So so the, the lead actress who we think is an understudy in the middle of the thing was like, like had like a little tongue-in-cheek moment where she she pointed out that there was a live band and I didn't even fucking realize because we're up on the, we're on the first balcony, which is actually pretty good fucking seats. I think it's better than the back of the orchestra part, which is what that seating's called. And now, obviously, I realize I should have known that there was a fucking orchestra. The point is, uh, I looked over and I saw it and it was just, it's fucking pretty badass that they time all that shit up. It's impressive. Broadway's impressive. Sue me. Anyways, in the middle of this thing, I realized that 
I wonder what it feels like to be this actress, this understudy, this woman from Broadway that's in Austin. I wonder what it's like for her to dress up like a hooker and act like a hooker. And they had some moments that were almost softcore porn, which I very much appreciated. I wonder what it's like to dress up like a hooker and act like a hooker in front of all these hundreds of people, but not get paid like a hooker. I'm still wondering what that feels like. I really don't know. I, I, I would assume that it either feels really like, like nothing because you're an actress or it's like, kind of like, fuck, I'm dressing up like a hooker again. I don't know. I thought it was fucking cool. Anyways, uh, to wrap this, it was a nice place though. Bass Concert Hall is a nice place. They've got the orchestra. They've got the first balcony, the second balcony. The first balcony kind of like wraps over. So you got the orchestra part here. You guys figure, following with me or tracking with me? Orchestra part, balcony up here, but it like wraps around. So like these seats in the corners here, a little bit more expensive. I should have got those because then you'd be a little bit closer. You're like over the edge, you know. Oh, it's it's I, dude, it was fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie. I did not hate it as much as I did. One thing that the only thing that actually pissed me off was that in the after the intermission, they start playing the pretty woman song by uh, Roy Orbison, which is a fucking great song. It's the the namesake of the of the uh the movie. And at the end, I wanted to get out of there. Oh yeah, this is the yeah, so this is the part that will uh this is the part that, that, that we'll end with. I wanted to get out of there. So I told her, I was like, yeah, wait, like, let's fucking dip right when it ends so we can get out of this parking garage. It's going to be a nightmare. And then when we got there, I realized some people were already leaving. We're on the fifth, fifth story of the parking garage. And I was like, even if we left early, we're going to be fucked. So I was like, whatever, we can just chill. She, she was trying to do, you know, make me happy. So she was like, well, let's just leave anyways. So we start leaving uh, because we didn't think that the Pretty Woman song was going to play because they didn't play it the whole fucking time. And then they're doing the part where they come out and they're like, doing that weird thing that they do at plays at the end where they bow. They're taking a bow. That's what it is. And uh, and right when, we, right when we walk out the fucking door, the one thing I wanted to see for the whole fucking thing, it's not about me, but the one thing I wanted to fucking see lit here was the Pretty Woman song, and it fucking played right when we walked out the door. And uh, I wasn't really mad. I just, I was like, God damn it. And I almost turned around to go back in. And she's like, "Well, let's go and beat the traffic." And it was just a little mix-up, mix-up thing. But uh, and then we and then we go. So here's this is this is what I'll end with. So we we get out of there. We go to the parking garage. We get in the truck. We're going going to leave. We go. Maybe we move maybe six feet in like fifteen minutes. And I was like, "Fuck this. We're on campus. Let's just go walk the campus. Go to the tower. Take a little cute fucking picture and call it a night." You know. So that's what we did. And uh, and we got back, and the fucking parking garage was empty. But that parking garage, probably for 45 minutes, was just a nightmare. So UT should change the status of those permit parking spots so that we can park there when we go to our little fucking plays with our ladies because we're trying to get blowjobs. And I didn't even get a fucking blowjob! What a world. What a world. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to be doing these more often. As I said previously, um, I was surprised how well-received the sobriety episode was. I got a lot of people that were uh, DMing me and texting me telling me that 
um, that uh, they're like, hey, I'm sober too. Uh, and they really appreciated that, which, you know, hey, good for you. Good for you, buddy. Do cool shit with the extra money you have that you're not spending on cocaine and ketamine and tramadol and Adderall and Oxycontins and hydrocodones and clonazepans and heroin. <laughs> Say All that money you're not spending, I mean, a lot of people spend, you know, $1,000 plus a month on drugs. In my prime, that number was very high. So take that money, put some of it into a savings account, invest some of it maybe, and the rest of it, dude, I'm telling you, man, go do something nice. If you have a lady friend or a girlfriend even, if you're going up from up one step up from the lady friend up to the girlfriend, you got to be, you know, you got to be treating her nice every once in a while because they like that shit. They're women. They don't, their brains work differently. You know what I mean? They, they get emotional at plays. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't get it, but I'm starting to, you know, I'm figuring the women out a little bit more and they, they deserve it. They're sweethearts. They just, they just need, uh, they just need some love sometimes. You know what I mean? Anyways, uh, enough being gay. I like beer and whores. That's really who I am. All right. Just kidding. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Um, like I said, send this to your stepmom or somebody that likes plays. I want, I actually am serious. Send it to somebody who likes going to Broadway plays or, or whatever kind of plays, musicals and shit. And um, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I fucking looked up the next Broadway play there this morning when I woke up. And it's Aladdin. And I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go watch Aladdin Broadway. Don't judge me. Send this to somebody who likes plays, though. I want their feedback. I'm curious uh, what their take on things would be. I think I covered pretty much everything. Um, the hospitality, the service could definitely be better. Who cares if you leave the building and come back in? You guys have metal detectors. We're not. What are we going to sneak in? What are we going to sneak in that we didn't sneak in the first time we came into the fucking building? It doesn't make any sense. And also, your security team shouldn't be 15 gray-haired white women and one ex-military vet with PTSD. That's another thing that I, I was like, these ladies aren't going to stop anybody from anything. There was one black woman who had looked like, you know, she had a little chip on her shoulder and she probably could have fucking, we could have boxed a little bit. I still would have won, but she could have fucking stood, stood with me in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. Uh, yeah, go to, go to a Broadway play. That's it. That's it for today. Tickets cost too much though. Lower the price of the tickets, fix parking, and... Let me leave the fucking building and have some fucking beef jerky for sale. All right, that's it. I'm fucking done. I'm...